What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I am Don with a great man, Source, episode 171. What is happening, brother? Not much, mate. I'm, I'm well, plugging along. Another week in sport. As you can see, got the Arsenal top bomb, baby. 1-0, I'll take it over Man City. We'll talk about it a bit later. I'm pumped up about that. I've got, um, got my true team on right here, Real Madrid. Yeah, well... I mean, I your boys, your 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 true boys got 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 to win, but you're you're rocking the real top. Um, fans of sports, we are. You'll see us in a number of different tops of different sporting clubs across. Yeah, um, as you'll see, Doma had the Al Nassar last week. Ronaldo. This, this does have Ronaldo on the back, by the he's way. Got, he's got the Ronaldo. So this is the uh, Chinese New Year one. It's a. It's got the dragon on it. This one. It's a very nice. It's actually a six nice. strip. This one. So, yep, Rock and Ronaldo again. Uh, we'll, I will probably have to go in depth on United this week because, yeah, I was impressed. That's all I'm saying. I just was not impressed at all. Um, but we are going to go. We thought we were done with the AFL, but we're going to get straight back into the AFL source, and because it's trade period, and there's been some moves at the moment, um, which has been interesting. And I'm going to bring up, as we always do during this period. Bring up the IG, run through some of them. Ugh. Some of them I'm not happy about. Some of them here we go. going to be super happy about. All right, here we go. Taylor Adams, uh, not done yet, but apparently uh, off to Sydney. Uh, Paddy Dow over here go. off of the Blues, apparently off to um, the Saints, apparently. Uh, Joel Hamling from Freeman up here over to. The Swans, that is a done deal. Uh, Zach Fisher to North, that's that's what we want. Uh, this is a great get. This Honestly, this has been one of the best ones so far. Done deal on Tom Duday over to Brisbane. He's a ripper player, great defender, uh, bolsters their back line massively. Uh, the Lions, who where fell short, of course, as we know, to the Pies. Uh, there's a couple of pick swaps here. Jade Gresham. Uh, reportedly is going to the Bombers source. That is not yet to be done. Um, this is a done deal. This one here makes me physically ill when I watched him this morning put on the top. Chasing success from North to the team that haven't won a final in decades. I agree. Lockie Stoll, you're a gun. So not happy about that one. I, yeah, I... The Goldie one source, I was so happy for him to leave to go to a team that was a contender to potentially win the flag. I don't think Essendon is that team. And plus, North and Essendon have a bit of a rivalry. Uh, I'm not happy about this. That, that's all I'm saying. Just not happy. Uh, Dersma from Port, apparently, well, he has nominated Essendon. He wants to go to Essendon. So everyone wants to go to Essendon. Gresham, Goldstein, uh, Dersma. I, I heard... Uh, Ollie Wines, Essendon are going to approach it, whether it goes ahead or it doesn't, doesn't matter. Ollie Wines from Port Adelaide. Uh, they're keeping Dylan Shield. Uh, Lockie Schultz has requested a trade to Collingwood. That's a good get for the Pies. Uh, if they game. get Lockie Schultz, if they get Lockie Schultz, uh, say goodbye to Ginnivan. He's gone um, if they get Lockie Schultz. That's all I'm saying. Because this guy is 10 times the player of Jack Ginnivan, in my opinion. So, kicked uh, 101 goals in 93 games or 94 games. It's pretty good, 
uh, return. A goal a game from a guy. It's You rate that. Uh, is the other one. Done deal. Ben McKay over to the Bombers. We always knew that one was going to happen. This one I'm I'm pretty happy about, Source, because we got the number three pick as compensation uh, for this one. So I'm two, three. Gonna, uh, we got two, three. Apparently, uh, West Coast, Harley Reid came out and said he doesn't, he, whoever drafts him, he's happy to go wherever to play. He actually, so West Coast said they'll take him at one. Unless North want to give pick two and three. So, yeah, we're we're in a bit of a pickle now. Pretty happy to. I bet you you're all happy that we beat Gold Coast in the last round. Now, North Melbourne supporters, you're all jumping for joy still. So, you could have had one and this, three. This was the problem. This this was the thing that I was always you could have worried. Had one about. and three. Yep. And not have to give up anything for it. Your waltzes into your club. Thanks for coming. This is what I said from the get go. It was dumb. That's why I celebrated so hard when we beat West Coast. Uh, when uh, West Coast beat the Dogs, mate. Because we didn't have to do... We didn't have to lift our finger for the rest of the season. But we decided to you know, go out valiantly with courage in the last game of the season where you lost 16 straight and then you decide, oh, we're going to win the last game of the season. Like, I know people go, that's a loser's mentality in uh, as a supporter. But guess what? We lost the season up until that point anyway. So what's the big deal? Well, we lose one more game and get the number one pick secured. You get Harley Reid. And then next year, we try and start winning games. Like, you're bottomed out already to that point. Anyway, Harms nominated uh, a trade and it got done. So he's over to the Dogs. Premiership player for the Ds has gone to the Dogs. And that's all we've got so far. Grundy... Potentially going to the Swan Source. This yeah. one's a good. One. I like these updates that they put out, to be honest, because it gives you a bit of an insight into what's happening. Uh, Hunter Clark set for a new deal. Uh, North draft decision. That's what we're talking about. The two and three power forward undergoes medical. That's uh, Orazio. You'd be happy at Essendon that you got rid of that bloke. Before he was always injured at Essendon as well. So yeah. So there you go. That's a bit of uh, an update. We'll keep you posted. Uh, did you hear Stephen May's comments at the Melbourne Best and Fairest source? No. He said, we lost to Collingwood. We were better than Collingwood. And it, if Collingwood didn't beat us, like we would have won the flag. That's paraphrasing. But guess what? You didn't. You kicked miserably and you lost. Yeah, but you, you lost, the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, you lost. Correct. You lost. You lost. In straight sets. Stephen, in straight sets. I guess you were better that week before when you should have won that game too, hey? Adam, we are well. We hope you are well. Uh, Archie says, what about the Bombers? Oh, yeah. Saucy's flying high at the moment. They're getting absolutely everyone. Absolutely everyone. And get Grundy to the swan. Sign them on. Bring them on. We're paying them under the table. We're doing a Melbourne Storm. Yeah. You've already had enough uh, controversy at your football club in the last decade, mate. I don't think you need any more. Let's put it that way. Uh, all right, so that's it on the uh, AFL front, NBA front. Bit of preseason stuff's been happening at the moment. We got to see Holmgren go up against Wemby today. Uh, two great players so far. Like well, Wemby, we've seen him play a lot of Euro ball and stuff. So he's established. We know that. 
when he starts coming up against the vets and stuff, we'll see how he how he fares. But Holgram showed a lot. Severely outbodied. You reckon? Yeah. Put him against Jokic. Watch Jokic absolutely bullying. That's fair. I agree with you on that. Holgram, we saw a bit from him, obviously, before he got injured last year. And yeah. He was always a good player. He's just one of those rookies, as we know, Source. You know, they get that uh, injury curse in their first season. They miss out a whole year. It's happened to so many of the greats over time. Yeah, it has. So it has. Hopefully. Patience. Patience is needed. With that's a, that is a great, that's a great, that great side in Oklahoma with him coming back in. It is. It is. Young, invigorating. You got my boy SGA leading the way. We know he's Giddy. got what a baller he is. Yep, yep. Look, Giddy good. Holgram, it's looking pretty good. If you ask me, uh, nothing else to report on the NBA. We'll really get into it. We'll do a bit of a deep dive. We'll do a bit of a uh, preseason preview in the lead up to uh, opening night, which is still a few weeks away. Uh, other news: Source F1, uh, Max Verstappen's world champion, and he won it by coming second in a sprint back, race. Back to so, back. <laughs> Came second in the sprint race source. And won it. And won it. Uh, but he did end up on uh, race day winning the Qatar Grand Prix by four seconds to Aussie Oz- Oscar Piastri, who finished second. Uh, he won won the sprint race, Piastri. He had a good won the sprint. Yeah, won the sprint race, came second. And Lando, his teammate in third, George Russell and... Lewis Hamilton had a collision on the, the first have turn. Together this, uh, in, in this part of the season, they're starting to put some good form together. Yeah, they've been really good. Leclerc fifth, Alonso sixth, Ocon seventh, Bottas eighth, Zhuguan Yu ninth, Perez ten. He's on the chopping block source. DNF for uh, Carlos Sainz and Lewis Hamilton because him and George Russell went into each other on the first turn. So, um, funnily enough, I don't know if you saw anything in terms of the conditions for this race because it was so hot. Uh, yeah, I heard a lot of drivers. Ocon said, Ocon said, I think, 12 laps in or 16 laps in, he started throwing up in the car. Like, it was fucked. The conditions were cooked. It was so taxing on their body. I don't know uh, if you go and saw Piastri post-race in their, you know, the green room that they do before they go up onto the yeah. podium. It was just lying down on the ground, absolutely exhausted. Uh, lifted up their visors when they were coming into the pit. Um, George Russell on the straight to get when he had uh, no one in front of him to get cool air was genuinely, he took his hands off the wheel on the straight on 300 Ks an hour and was driving the car with his forehand, forearms just to cool down his hands. Like that's how cooked the conditions were. Wow, it was it was that bad. That's bad. that's that's horrendous, man. Surely they race, had to do a race at that time again. Like that, is it's hard. It's surely. in Qatar. It's always hot there. It's I don't know how you do that. Maybe they go with the uh, World Cup route. You build an indoor track, mate. Air condition it. Climate control. They got track. the money. They got the money. Yeah, that's there's possibilities. Uh, Adam says. Back on the NBA, says your boys uh, are in trouble. Doma, not even Emo Butler can save him. I completely agree. 
the FIA is going to have to do something to Red Bull to slow them down next year or people are going to start uh, tuning off. Uh, Venom says, how good is Ben Simmons? I know you've seen his, his uh, highlights of him warm-up shooting threes. He's been doing that for like four seasons. He shoots threes pre-game and then doesn't take one. So, yeah. No race next week. Uh, the next one is on the 23rd. We'll cover that uh, on next week's show. We're flying through the source at the moment. EPL, straight into that. Let's get to the results from round eight. We had Arsenal defeating Man City 1-0. Come on. Come on. Great result. That, Great result. That's what you wanted. Finally mate. got the job done. We needed. We, that's the type of game we need to win. We need to win those games against the big clubs at home, especially Man City. No um, sucker, no worries. Yeah, but we had Martinelli came on in the second half and livened up the party and and, and made a nuisance of himself in the end, getting on the score sheet. I mean, a bit of, bit of fortune, but you make your own luck uh, in the sense when, you know, we're putting on pressure onto City. Uh, City were probably... You know, unlucky not to score in the first half. Uh, they had some good chances and they didn't capitalize. Um, but in the end, we got the one nil victory and can't be more than, you know, very happy with the result. Like, don't. You're don't, missing one. I think thing, I think though. we haven't we haven't we haven't beaten them in a while. I think we just we keep well last we as close eight? as a draw. Was the last eight games? Yeah, nine ridiculous. games or something. Yeah, um, you missed out on one key point from this game. Martinelli's score, but you forgot to mention deliberately the guy that assisted him. Do you know who assisted him? Yeah, Havertz. I'll show. I'll show you who assisted him. Yeah, I know Havertz assisted him. Yeah, bring him up. We're gonna bring. But him. if Havertz was a world class player, his first touch would have been in front of him, and he would have buried it in the net himself. You've always got to, mate. This is the was great, a great man. ball, up. and he could have this had a first touch man. and buried it. This is the great man right here, mate. He's turned over a new leaf. He did it when it counts against Man City. Have a look at him. This is what you get from him most weeks. <laughs> be happy. Smile. Happy. Be happy. happy. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the result. I'll take it. Brett, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, we have Brighton-Liverpool 2-2 draw. West Ham-Newcastle 2-2 draw. Wolves-Aston Villa 1-1 draw. Palace-Nottingham nil all draw. Uh, Chelsea defeated Burnley 4-1. Raheem Sterling put on a clinic in this game. Uh, Everton defeat Bournemouth 3-0. Uh, Fulham defeat Sheffield 3-1. Uh, Tottenham defeat Luton 1-0. And Manchester United put on an absolute clinic and won 2-1 against Brentford. <laughs> oh. Clinic, he says. He came back from the death. Two goals in injury time. Two goals in Fergie time. Talk about Fergie. Was it 11 minutes added on or something, wasn't it? Nine. Nine. Nine minutes. So McTominay came on, had four touches. Two of his touches were goals out of the four touches when he came on. It was just perfect timing. Like, cometh the moment, cometh the man. Like, good on him. And I'm proud McTominay did that. And not for anything... I've got to actually lose it here. This is where you get... Mate, I don't know if you can see the steam coming off my head. McTominay wins this game and everyone gets around him. Rightly so. you got to get around him. He scored in the 93rd minute and then three minutes later or two minutes later, he scores in the 95th minute. 
happy days. We close out the game. We win it. After the game, oh, Matomine made this comment and Sauce, I almost... It goes, this is what Manchester United is all about. The boys have been rallying together since we watched the David Beckham documentary on Netflix because it showed the identity of Manchester United and what it means to play for the football club. Fucking listen here, mate. Maybe you should sit fucking old bald head prick Ten Hag down and maybe he should watch the fucking documentary and put the Glazers next to him and they should also watch a da- documentary about identity at Manchester United. Have you watched the club. documentary, Dom? I've watched the first episode. I'm waiting on the missus to watch. She was actually interested. So I was on Bex. So I said, watch the first episode and then I'll watch the rest, mate. Canton Obviously is in there. The whole thing with, you know. Yeah, but, uh, Spice Victoria Girls. Beckham, Spice, Spice Girls. girls. Yeah, yeah they, all that, all that, that gutsy. You know, that, that exactly, gutsy rubbish. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, I'm watching it for Cantona and <laughs> Gary Neville's in it and Paul Scholes and then Zidane eventually. Like, I, I, see, I seen it the other day uh, when I was scrolling through. I don't know what, what it's on here. If it's on Netflix, I don't know. I don't bloody know, right, what it was on. I think I seen and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. So I'm actually keen to watch that one. So anyway, the identity, apparently. We've got this identity. I'm going to get to the comment that Brett just put in in a second because I want to find out what's going on there. We'll get straight back to AFL when I finish this thought. But apparently there's this identity source, and it's come now where we've been shit out. The identity to kick out a club legend who helped build some of that identity, the guy that pushed players, I'm not making it about Ronaldo. It's about the whole fact of like he set people to a standard and then Ten Hag's trying to hold other people to a standard. What identity? Well, ostracizing players like Jaden Sancho, not putting him back in the team to even train with the squad till he apologizes to him. He made a mistake. Sancho made a mistake. You called him out publicly, put blame on him. It was Ten Hag made a mistake also. Like Everyone's to blame, not just the coach, the owners, the players. You play for the badge. And uh, anyway, you got away with the three points. You were fucking lucky. You were lucky. All right, I watched watch the whole game. We did dominate it, Source. We did. But we play this intensity football that is rubbish. Like we get it onto the wings. Are we going to cross the ball? Nah. We just pass it back around the box, 18-yard box. Get to the other side? Nah back around there's just no it's so timid so timid Casemiro's lost a step completely subbed off at half time for Ericsson Casemiro's just about done could be Manchester United is just about done so no games next week source for the APL uh, with the international break uh, we'll get to the rest of the games in a second. Brett has put in, here's a bit of news, ladies and gentlemen. This is a double coverage first. You heard it here, live and exclusive. Missed the AFL segment, but had a very good chat with Harley Reid, who's prospected to be the number one pick at the Combine over the weekend. Brett, can you give us some insight on, on your discussion with the great man Harley Reid? Would be keen to know what you had to chat about. Brett does work. Brett has mentioned this before on this show. Uh, he said, "Ignore the media. He doesn't want to go to Perth." 
All right, there you go, ladies and gents. Brett is Brett has mentioned it on this show before, so it's nothing, no surprise, but he is a scout for North Melbourne Football Club. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to take his word. <laughs> Ended our interview with Make It Happen. Double coverage exclusive. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. They ended the interview with Make It Happen. I might have to cut this and post this, Brett. That means pick two and three are going to West Coast. That's what I read out of that. Pick two and three are going to West Coast. It will have to be something. It could be pick two and maybe do you have any other picks in the first round? Do you have future picks in the first round? Could be something like that. Could be also a player. Something. Something. Send a link on Monday, said Brett. Anyway, just putting it out there. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. A bit of breaking news. Two plus three for one won't happen. West Coast wants to split and get multiple selections. There you go. We're getting it all here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I feel like maybe they trade away pick two or three um, or something and then you keep get some other picks and then trade the other pick plus a later pick for pick one. They'll do something and they'll package it up like that. That's that's what I'm feeling. They may have to use one of those picks or they may have to trade away one of those picks to get some other picks um, and then combine those together. So... With either two or three to then well, get the deal done. Yeah, it's, it's always promising that he wants to come and play at North if he wants to make it happen. Close to the money, Source. You should be a recruiter, Source. You might get a gig at North. Hey, don't worry, man. I've got an eye for talent. Don't you worry about that. There you go. There's some breaking news on the show. Harley Reid does not want to go to Perth. He wants to make it happen. He wants to be at North Melbourne in 2024. Right there. Um, look, I, I, you know, if I was West Coast, I wouldn't even. After what the the, the scenario I seen with Jason Horn Francis play out, why would you even want to have the potential to put your club through that? Why? Look, West Coast, if they actually draft a good player, they they aren't going to be that bad as people think they're going to be next season. No, then. West Coast is a football club source. We've said on the show multiple times. West Coast is the football club. They can turn around a list very, very quickly. And you got to understand very that's, quickly. That, that is one true home ground advantage when they get that stadium going. They have a real home ground advantage, and, and that can you know play know. A, a big factor. We, in, in We know they've been poo. We know they've been poo. They were in it. They played and won a grand final five years ago. This is, as we know with AFL, it's cyclical. List change, age, injury. A lot of things happen. A lot of things happen. They've turned over a massive, massive chunk of their list. Nat Nui gone, Shuey gone, Hearn gone. Uh, Kennedy left last year. They've got a lot of young kids in there. They were affected by COVID twice massively. They had to go through top-up players. They had to go play, get guys from the Waffle to come play for their football club. 
they're literally down the bottom of the barrel. They've had injury to players. Like Chester didn't play all the last year because he was injured. So they had to go get top-up guys. They couldn't even count on having their draft picks come in and play. Liam Ryan was injured for a majority of the season this year. They lost Willie Rioli. Like, there's a lot of things. Like, Ali Yo's been injured consistently sourced for the last three years. Dom Sheed hasn't been producing to the level he was producing. Shuey injured. He, you know, he's retired now. Gaff has been... Gaff's Gaff. He, he's a good player, but hasn't seen the heights of where he was, you know? There's a lot of factors. Oscar Allen looks great. That's one positive. Oscar Allen looks really good. Barras looks good. Trying to give good. some hope to the West Coast supporters here. Yeah, we, I feel like they won't be as bad as I'm they were. Right like, they had a lot. They had a lot of things go I'm wrong right. for them last season. A lot. So, I think it just can be only. Not only things can get. They finished bottom, Matt. Sure. Yeah, Matt. They did finish bottom because North beat Gold Coast in the last round. They finished bottom. Gut feel is they want McKercher, says Brett. This this is the whole thing now, and this is the reason why, as I mentioned 10 minutes ago, why I didn't want us to win that last game. Because West Coast, like you're saying, Source, now can say, well, all right, we'll split the picks. We want to take more of your picks on top of like pick two, for example, like we want Harley Reed, but they actually don't want Harley Reed. But because they can dangle that carrot there, they say, if you don't trade for pick one, maybe another team will come and offer something for pick one. We'll give them pick one. They'll get Harley Reed. You'll miss out on him completely. You know what I mean? Like that's the thing. They got so much leverage now. That's the part that fucking annoys me. Just a shit me. situation. Just a shit situation. That's the part it? that annoys me. Like, what do you mean better than just lose the game? Yeah. Matt Tabe says, still a back-to-back team. They will be back. 100% they will, West Coast. 100%. Anyway, back to uh, the football. Thanks for that insight as well, Brett. We really do appreciate that. Very nice. Bit of uh, breaking news. Uh, double coverage exclusive. So if you do listen to this pod... Don't say we don't break news uh, time to time <laughs> on here. So, all right. Back to the round back. ball game, mate. Let's back get to back the to the round ball, ball source and then let's get to some of the Champions League results uh, from last week. Uh, we had oh, Celtic Lazio, 2 1 winter Lazio, uh, Cravena Zvezda, 2 2 with Young Boys, Dortmund and AC Milan. Milor, did you see Giroud put on the glove source and keep? Yes. I did see that. Unbelievable. He made the crucial save to stop them from losing this game. Olivier yep. Giroud. Unbelievable. Uh, Porto lose to Barcelona 1-0. Newcastle put an absolute uh, spanking on PSG, defeating them 4-1. Uh, Man City defeat Leipzig 3-1. Antwerp lose to Shakhtar 3-2. Atletico Madrid defeat final 3-2. Bayern defeat Copenhagen 2-1. Inter defeat Benfica 1-0. Lens defeat Arsenal 2-1. This was the game Saka got injured in. Um, Manchester United lose to Galatasaray 3-2. First time Galatasaray has ever won in England, so that's great. Add that to the list of achievements for Eric Ten Hag. Uh, Napoli lose to Madrid 3-2. PSV and Sevilla play out a 2-2 draw. Sociedad defeat Salzburg 2-0. 
and Braga defeat Union Berlin 3-2. I think you got your games mixed up, Norma. What do you mean? It wasn't that game. Which game? It wasn't in. It wasn't the Dortmund game. He he didn't keep in the Dortmund game. Oh, so it was the. It was sorry. It was the Serie A game. It was a Serie A game. It was AC yeah. Milan versus Gen- Genoa. So Genoa, anyone who hasn't Genoa, seen that, yeah. it, it's it's pretty sorry. it's pretty funny. But Giroud goes in goal at the end, and AC Milan hangs on for the one 0 win over Genoa in the Serie A. But in the Champions League, it was nil all. He wasn't in goals. He wasn't in goals. So there you go. There. There were the games that played out last week. Uh, we'll get to Champions League after the break when it returns. And, of course, our favorite league on planet Earth source is the Saudi League. And there were some interesting results, actually, over the weekend. Uh, we had we had Al-Hazem losing to Damak 4-1. Al-Tawun, who was on top provisionally after defeating Al-Tay 3-0, um, Al Shabab and Al Riyadh 2 2 draw. Al Fateh defeat Al Etifak 2 1. Al Nassar play out a 2 2 draw with Abba. Uh, Al Ali defeat Al Itihad 1 0. Uh, Al Halal defeat Al Akdud 3 0 to then retake top spot in the Saudi League. Al Waida draw with Al Fayah 1 1. And Al Khalijan Al Raid 0 all draw. Yeah, no games as well with the international break there. Uh, standings in, I think it was Al Halal back on top. Neymar didn't play again. I don't know what's going on there with that bloke. He's just enjoying Neymar. Himself. I'm telling you, Neymar is literally take gone here and gone. I'm just gonna milk this. If I've got a little niggly injury, I'm not gonna 100%. play. You know what I mean? Like I'm just gonna play when I want this and that. And that Completely was the attitude good. of the, I've watched him a few games. He looks disinterested. He looks disinterested in the, like you know, uh, in the way he's playing. Anyway. Doma, but before we move on, I've got something that's come across the socials, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This story popped me? up. What do you right? got for me? The great man, the greatest planet, a player to ever walk the planet, Lionel Messi. Oh. By some people. By some people. Right? What is this shit? Lionel Messi could be the subject of interest from Saudi Arabia this winter. Now, if people aren't familiar, the 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 the, the MLS league, I think, is about twenty games in or something. It's probably done in another twelve games or fifteen games, and it's playoffs. Inter Miami's not making playoffs. They are so shit. Even with Messi there, they're not going to make playoffs. They lost they this week. Crap. Yeah, they actually lost, and he came on at halftime. They ended up losing. So, um, and when it's nil nil when he came on. Um, and they still lost. So their team is pretty average. They do need to add more talent. So in the meantime, when the break there from the MLS, the Saudi Pro League is still going. There is reports that there could be a loan deal with with um, Inter Miami and a team in the Saudi Pro League to have Messi go play in the Saudi Pro League. What are your thoughts on that, Dom? Well, he did turn down a 1.5 billion euro offer from... Um, I think it was, yeah, 1.5 billion from uh, Al Halal in June, which it was reported to be almost 2 billion Australian dollars at the time. So, and that was over two years. So, he was going to get 500, whatever it was going to be, 500 million or 750 million euros a year, the equivalent of Benzema's contract over three years in one year, effectively. Is what he was getting offered. 
So it's turned that down. Will it happen? Probably not. I think there's a conflict of interest, in my opinion, with obviously the MLS and everything that he's contracted um, with them to do, like broadcasting. He's got Adidas this and um, Apple TV that and MLS sales. And I don't think MLS want him to go play there to help promote that brand of football even more because they're a direct competitor, the Saudi league. And let's be honest, they've got more teams, 15 in conference. There's 30 teams there. Saudi league's got 18. And in all honesty, if Ronaldo does his recruitment drive again for next year, where they've got even more money to spend and even more European African players come across, Asian players come across to Saudi, to that league, it's going to be better again. And it's a matter of time before it actually does get into the top 10. I know we joke about it, but they've got the infrastructure and the, and the coin if they do it properly to get it to that level where it could eventually be a top 10, top five league and with all the talent. So well, if they I get don't the right so. coaching and that over there, because if they look at it like a proper business, you got to understand like even a football club in a business mind, if you look at it like, you know, when you, that there's, there's an essence of recruiting and finding youngsters and building them up and then building them up to a point where then you can sell them on for a, for a profit. You put all this time and effort and unlike, it sounds bad that you, I mean, yeah, in that sense, you're selling people for profit, but that's the world of football. It's a business, you know, and if they look at it like that and they get good coaching and stuff over there in Saudi Arabia and they get actually younger players seeing there's a good infrastructure over there and they can set up academies, you have, you know, other, I mean, think about uh, what better place is there to send a young man where you can't drink alcohol, right? You can't do anything there. It's very strict to grow up, to learn football, to become a professional athlete. Think about it, Dom. Think about world class facilities. World class facilities. You send, you send, you've got money, right? And your, your son, your son plays here in Australia. And you can send your son to Saudi Arabia where there's no alcohol. I'll do it in a heartbeat. There's I'll no alcohol. Heartbeat. There's no not even just not drugs. even no not even because of, of that. All that bad stuff. Not even that. That's a that's a factor there. No distractions. But that's not the the number one reason is he's playing with world class talent in that competition. And the thing that they've set up is they've obviously uh, they put feelers out for Division Two teams, which I'm pretty sure they've. They're filled or almost filled, and they're looking at Division Three teams too. So they're having a three-division uh, structure over there. Once they get the, those teams sorted and they play out one season, two seasons, the next thing a source is saying is academies. The top teams are going to start getting academies. They're going to start recruiting the best coaches in the world to come over there. Jose Mourinho this week came out and said that he's not um, – they offered him $150 million to go coach over there. He turned it down to stay at Roma. He said it's not out of the question that he will eventually end up there and coach there. The caliber of Jose Mourinho, who as a young player doesn't want to go to that team if there's an academy established and potentially get the influence of him and assist assist them through him, as we've seen with the Aussie, the young Aussie uh, bloke. Uh, I've gone blank on his name. That Mourinho gave the opportunity to start for, for Roma. You know what I mean? Volpato, Volpato. Yeah, Christian Volpato. That's it. Yeah, but you know what I mean? He's, he gives opportunities to young young kids. And he could, for example, go to Al-Nassar or Al-Halal. And just imagine you're getting to come on and play with Neymar or Ronaldo. You know? Or Benzi at Al-Itihad. It's, get coached 
by Gerard. Yeah, Gerard may not be renowned great coach, but you know he's got experience as one of the all-time greats to play the game. Champions so League winner. There's opportunity abroad. Back to the messy thing, though. It's a conflict of interest. Personally, I don't think it's going to happen because they're direct competitors. But Fair point. if it was to happen, source. If it was to happen, what would you like to see? Who would you like to see go to? If it was a four-month stint, you know how my feelings on Messi. I would put my differences aside with the great man. I know that we hate each other, Messi and I. We don't see eye to eye. It's as if we know each other personally. He doesn't even know who the hell you are, brother. He, he knows. Don't that. worry. He knows I'm his biggest hater. He knows. Go to Al Nassar for four months. Lionel, listen. Go to Al Nassar for four months. Give every, give every football fan what they want. Play with Ronaldo. Oh, no way. Messi, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, double coverage family, everyone listen to this. You know me. You know how much I love this guy. This guy. This guy. It's on the back of my top. Messi, I will buy an Al Nassar top with your name on the back if you go and play there for four months. What? I will buy, I will have a Messi jersey in my closet if he goes to Al Nassar. Plays with Ronaldo. You know what? I'll, I'll go one. I'll go one better. I'll go one better. Source. I'll buy a Messi jersey. No matter what team he goes to in the Saudi League, I'll buy his top. It would be good if he went to the Saudi League. It'd be, it'd be interesting. I'd like to see it happen. I will. I, I would love to see it happen. But your 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 point about the, the contract stipulations, just, I feel much. like you are probably definitely on the money in that situation. But. Nonetheless, Dommer, you know, it came across the socials. I had to bring it up. And it's it's a report. It was from an goal. It's a report from goal. So, you know, it could it could be somewhat okay or not. I don't know how credible um goal can be sometimes, but yeah, interesting. James, welcome to the show. He says, Good evening, gents. How's Al Titty Fark going? <laughs> uh they lost the Alpha Tear, if you want to really know, James. If you're genuinely interested, they lost the Alpha Tear. So there you go. All right, Source, uh, NFL uh, games this week. We had Raiders defeating Packers 17-13. San Francisco smacked the Cowboys 42-10. Jets defeat the Broncos 31-21. Kansas City defeat the Vikings 27-20. Bengals defeat Cardinals 34-20. Philly defeat the Rams 23-14. Falcons defeat Texans 21-19. The Detroit Lions, who have been playing absolutely amazing football, defeat the Panthers 42-24. The Colts defeat the Titans 23-16. Dolphins defeat the Giants 31-16. New Orleans shut out Mac Jones 34-zip against New England. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, Dom. Don't, don't, don't you damn move on from that. I'm point. not moving. I know what you're doing. I can read your mind right now. Don't you don't you move on from that point right there? Hang on, I'm trying to find it. It is in here. I know it is in here. I know it's in there. There he is. There he is, Johnny Stone, the hero of the hobby. This guy here sold that Mac Jones card right there, one of one for one hundred thousand dollars and made the best sale of all time thank you johnny stone for being a hero in this hobby and, and thank the person you that and the person why. that bought it source you are 
Hey. Lemon. <laughs> Hang on, repeat that scoreline. What was the scoreline from, from the weekend with uh, the... <clears throat> uh, the New Orleans Saints shut out Mac Jones 34 to 0. <laughs> 100000 dollars Are you serious? What are you doing, bro? <laughs> Johnny Sins, Stones, Stones, I mean Stones, not Johnny Sins, Johnny Stones. You sir. Oh. <laughs> he was the hobbyist. He was the, the the hobby I don't know. The hobby personality of twenty twenty two was Johnny Stones. He clocked it. He has clocked the hobby. Because he realized that there's some lemon that genuinely thought this guy was going to be good. So uh, let's get back to it. Uh, Steelers defeat the Ravens 17 20. Jacksonville defeat the Bills 25 to 20. And the Bears defeat the Commanders 40 to 20. Games coming up this week. Uh, hello, Magda, as well. Thanks for joining. Uh, James says Purdy is the real deal. Completely agree. Uh, who is the hobby watchdog now? Says. Uh, Magda. Oh, it's got to be us in the round table every month. We're the watchdog. Hang on. We'll, we'll, we'll hang on. Hold that thought. We'll bring it up in homie talk. We'll, we'll have a bit of a discussion. Oh. Who is the oh. homie dog watchdog at this point? Here we go. Uh, games this week Chiefs, Broncos, Titans, Ravens, Falcons, Commanders, Bears, Vikings, Bengals, Seahawks, Browns, 49ers, Texans, Saints, Jags, Colts, Dolphins, Panthers, Raiders, Patriots. Rams, Cardinals, Jets, Eagles, Buccaneers, Lions, Bills, Giants, Chargers, Cowboys. And a shout out before we finish this one, go and listen to Patrick Bet David podcast with Tom Brady. Unbelievable podcast. I'm not sure if you've caught this one yet, Sauce. Haven't, haven't, Dom. I'm definitely on the, on, the list, on the listen. Uh, Unreal. Spotify Unreal. Listen list. Just to show the drive that that guy had, and it shows why he actually is the GOAT. He remembers Source. He remembers everything. Score lines, everything from high school to college to his professional career. The way he goes through it and he's just like, he remembers everything because his drive was to be the best. Unbelievable. Just go and listen to that podcast as we we love Patrick Bet-David and the way he conducts interviews. He is fantastic at it. So go have a listen and you'll be... I don't know, pleasantly surprised. And, you know, you t- you walk away from it gone. It was completely worth listening to that. I spent an hour and 30 minutes, I think it is, or an hour and 20 minutes, and it was really well worth it. Especially and if you listen on, lover. you know, 2x speed like me, then it's half the time, which is which is great. And it's a podcast source, honest to God. You can go back multiple times and get a lot of worth out of it. A lot of worth listening to it multiple times. Because Brady actually kind of like coaches – gives advice to people, you know, that are out there about motivation and drive. It's, it's fantastic. Do yourself a favor, ladies and gents. All right, Sauce, I'm going to throw it to you uh, for the UFC. Yep. Doma, as we all know, ladies and gentlemen, UFC segment is sponsored by Roll Clean Soap. Head to www.rollclean.com.au to check out their range um, I believe they've still got a sale on. So if that, but if they don't make sure you use 20% code double coverage at checkout for 20% off your first order. Roll clean the number one in MMA, BJJ, muscle arts, hygiene, whether 
you want to stay smelling at the gym or not, don't do it because Roll Clean, they've got your back and they'll keep you smelling fresh. Destroy your competition on and off the mats. Roll Clean soap, they keep you clean and fresh. Beard oil, balm, boost balms, the works. Get down to www.rollclean.com.au. Check them out. All right, Donna, UFC fight night. Dawson versus Green over the weekend. If you caught it, it was a free-to-air event. Uh, a run through the main card, and then we will move on. Uh, Alexander Hernandez defeated by Billy Allego in the featherweight division uh, with a decision. Drew Dobber defeated Ricky Glenn in the lightweight division. Uh, that was a KO. In the welterweight division, you had Jacqueline Buckley defeating Alex Morono with a def- uh, decision that went the distance. And then in the middleweight division, you had Joe Pfeiffer defeating Abdul Razik Al-Hassan with a submission. And in the main event, Bobby Green with a KO in the first round. 33 seconds in. Massive oh, yeah. underdog, Dom. When I mean massive underdog, a plus 380 underdog, meaning Bloody if you hell. were to put down 100 lacquers on that, meaning 100 bucks, you would have got back $380. So that was a a, a, a very, very, uh, actually, yeah, 380 profit, I believe. So I believe he would have been paying $3.80 or something along that lines. Uh, or I think that's how it works in the American system, $3.80 in the decimal odds. I think that would have been. Big, big outsider comes in, gets the win over Grant Dawson. Bang, with a big knockout in the first round. It was a good knockout too. So if you haven't seen it, make sure you go check it out. Um, All right. And I believe there is another event this weekend. Let me just double check because I've had to change things up uh, in which website I use. It is this weekend at the Apex, kicking off from 10 a.m. The main card, Yusuf versus Barbosa. Is the main card, um, but we we'll look. We'll do a big uh, preview of the next card and and a bit more detail uh, as uh, UFC two ninety four is just around the corner, so two weeks away uh, on the twenty second of October. Um, it is going to be a massive, massive, massive um, card, and I'll just give you a little quick teaser that uh, you've got. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my! This is just juicy. All right, let me just tell you, you've got. Yeah. Paulo Costa, just the two main fights. Paulo Costa comes at Chimaev and Islam Markachev against Charles Oliveira. Massive, massive card. That's two weeks away. So we'll do a big preview for that. But yeah, it's nonetheless, Brazil versus Russia, that card. The, the top three fights are Brazil versus Russia. I'm yeah, sure. there's also uh, Magmed Akinilev against Johnny yeah. Walker in the light heavyweight. There's another Russia. There's also Israel Azarikov, who's an, uh, another Russian who's uh, yeah. against Nazarmin Imanov. So, yeah, there's a few. There's a lot yeah, of Russian fighters in there um, yeah. in this, on this card. Uh, Matty Tabe says, word on the street, Pooh Bear is going pro, and he's now the Honey Bear sauce. That's yes, massive. we know that. We know he's changed his name to Honey Bear, right? So and we still got to get him on the show. We still got to get, we we still get we him on the show. And, and, and look, I, I actually said said – that to people i said mate you know he's obviously out there he's doing very well on the local circuit and he's uh going and training and doing some training with jimmy crew who we know is in the ufc already so getting that experience sparring with guys of, of that caliber who, who are in the organization um so you know look out for that space 
um, you know, for him to, to, to potentially, who never know, could get to the point where we see him on uh, uh, what's the show? The Ultimate Fighter. Is Ultimate Fighter. They, they do the three belt holder now, says Maddie. Yep, he's doing great things. Well done to the Honey Bear, Damien Voller. Great work. Uh, moving on, Source uh, Hobby Talk. It is brought to you by the by Mint Collectibles. There it is, twenty percent off at checkout. Use the code Double Coverage. You can head over to www.mintcollectibles.com.au or at mintcollectibles underscore on Instagram or at mintcollectibles on Facebook. There's Saucy. He's got another legacy box. If you didn't see the box that was provided to him by Mint Collectibles, he did get a loaded box and uh, he hit a redemption. So <laughs> go, go check out the video on our YouTube if you haven't yeah, seen go it. Go check no. it out. It was fantastic. All right, Saucy. Straight off the bat. We're going to do a bit of a product. We're going to look into a product. We haven't done this for a while because this, we want to look at flawless basketball. Here it is. It wants to zoom in. Here we go. This is coming out on the 6th of December. Uh, so in a couple months' time. Uh, so here it is. Uh, they got all the stuff in here. Eight autos. And one relic per box. Panini noted that all mem cards feature game-worn swatches, including the first game-worn options for the 22-23 rookie class. So Panini noted that all memorabilia cards feature game-worn swatches source, all right? So they shouldn't be com coming from Dick Sporting Goods. They should just be well coming done. from game-worn, game, well game -worn, which is uh, a scrimmage at practice. So that's what it is instead. Uh, while expected box break from Panini, uh, gem cards are in each box. Uh, they're numbered to 20 copies or less. Here's a Magic Johnson, one of Saucy's favorite players of all time. Uh, also, dual player versions such as Flawless Champions Championships and Flawless Drafts. We've got Paul Pierce and uh, Kevin Garnett. We've got Amping Up with the Finals 101. Who gives a shit about these cards, if you ask me? They're absolutely rubbish. It's as good as a taco card in Tops Baseball. So Taco Fractor. A taco Fractor, yeah. Uh, it's as good as the egg card. What do you that winning? got chilled. You tacos? Yeah, some shit. Who gives a rat's oh, I remember ass? remember that. The egg card. The egg yeah, card. Yeah, that got shield. That was, the, that was one of the biggest shields of all time. That was one of the big... That was one of the biggest Lemon yeah. moments of, of people in the hobby thinking they were doing... In the guise of thinking they were doing something for charity. That was fun, pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Charity. Here it is, charity. Yeah, Shoot up the cards so you can sell Absolutely them. Absolutely, those guys. 50 cents each. Yeah. Look for standout rookies in excellence, signatures and flawless finishes. Jabari Smith, uh, flawless patch auto, signature, prime materials and star swatch signatures. Uh, one of one editions, logo man autos and laundry tags. Luke of the Don Logo Man. Triple autos of Banchero, Jalen Williams, and Benedict Matherin. The triple Logo Man is back. Uh, 6th of December, 10 cards per back, one pack per box, two boxes in a case. Do they, did they put any no sort of price show. point there? No, but last year's products, there's one listed here. Two box case sealed at uh, 25500 US dollars. 
that is an absolute waste of fucking money, if you ask me. So, ridiculous. Uh, got two words for you, Chet and Wemby. Yep, it was awesome to watch today. Uh, May Tave said, I did charity once. I did the 40-hour famine, 40 famine and lasted 12 hours. <laughs> uh, Vinny wants to know, what did you do with the Richmond Jewel Six Sauce? Sitting on the desk behind me, mate. Still, you still. You get rid of it. Hasn't, hasn't moved. I don't know. How, how long and when can can I redeem it now? Has it been signed? Why do you want to redeem it, mate? Get rid of it. Why? What's the difference if you redeem it? Just get rid of it. Just sell. Let someone else redeem it, mate. Just sell it. I don't want it. But yeah, I was thinking of putting it. What you, you want? you want a Toby Nan Curvis and Dylan Grimes dual auto card? Just no, I sell them. Oh, I was thinking of putting it up a ninety-nine cent auction because another one went for about seven hundred. Oh, okay. So I'd feel, I'd feel like yeah, if go. I got seven hundred yeah. or eight hundred, I'd be I'd feel okay. But I might just put it up on Facebook first and just see if I can do without the fees. And if there's a collect, Richmond collector that really, really wants it, well, I'm definitely going to push for upwards of eight hundred. I think because considering people in the AFL space want to take ones that are ten and less. Cost more, and mine's number six, apparently, according to pick collectors in the AFL space. Even though I think anything other than jumper number is completely stupid, um, in my opinion, I'll try to push for eight hundred. Uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one. That was the one I was watching, Vinny. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good sale, man. Multiverse said he'd give you fifty dollars posted. <laughs> fifty bucks posted, sold. I'll send you the empty legacy box <laughs> <laughs> with a with a wrapper from one of the packs. All right, so this was some uh, big news that came in the hobby uh, just yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was. Here he is, our mate, your mate, Jay's mate, Dan's mate, everyone's mate. Uh, opening a fourteen thousand square foot shop in Atlanta in early 2024. Uh, it is the sports card investor, Jeff Wilson, with the shop that will be known as Cards HQ. Uh, he says here it is a state-of-the-art 14,000-square-foot shop that will raise the bar for what the collector experience can be. What we're creating will fundamentally change the hobby. You're going to be able to visit Cards HQ every day, no matter where you are in the world, as we will offer a first-of-its-kind live virtual shopping experience. You're able to walk the shop live 24 hours a day, seven days a week from anywhere. It's how we'll become the world's local card shop source. So you can go in there physically. You'll be able to go in there virtually with a virtual attendant. You can walk around the store. You can purchase from anywhere in the world. Uh, it will open early 2024 in Atlanta near the Brave Stadium. And thanks to the architectural design from so-and-so that he stated there. Saucy, he's given us a bit of a look onto the inside. This is his statement saying we're announcing the, the shop. It's a bit of a look here. As you can see, there's some cabinets here. Oh, you'll displayed. be able to virtual shop in there so you can get go virtually yeah. on a computer or go virtually with a VR headset or something like that. Yep. Yep. That's right. Interesting. Interesting. There's uh, obviously the casing all across here. Um, this is the entry here, reception. Hopefully someone gives you customer service when you actually enter the store. That'll be nice. Uh, the product up on the wall here, I'm assuming. 
Uh, more cabinets over here. Uh, what else we got? Yep, here's another angle. Here it looks like there's a bit of a uh, there's a bit of tray tray tables at the back there. There's couches here, so you'll be able to sit down, enjoy the experience. There's all TVs here uh, with sport going on. Then right next to that is a breakers table source right here. As you can see, the TVs at the top will be connected to obviously there'll be cameras facing down. Um, and here where these people are, looks like there might be a bit of a stage potentially. I don't know. Or maybe they're standing and watching. I'm not 100% sure. But they'll be able to watch breaks uh, live. Here's a different angle from that uh, that image. And then the last one, Source, looks like it's a comps, a comps area where you can go in just to sell your products. Or well, your card, sorry. Private conversation booth. Yeah, private conversation booth. Funnily enough... Cards HQ have put out already. Obviously, they want to grow the inventory to put yep. stuff in Smart cabinets. Idea. So they've got actual dedicated time. So they've got the Nashville Card Show Section N, Chantilly on the uh, in booth 818, Dallas Card Show, Palm Beach Card Show, Philly Card Show, and Flip Huntsville. Uh, they're going to be buying cards if they like stuff, high-end, low-end. I'm assuming they'll have bargain bins. They'll have everything. Dollar bins, five dollar bins, ten dollar bins, twenty, thirty, forty slab bins, singles bins, you name it. Any bin, you'll be even able to buy sports card investing for dummies books. If you haven't already purchased one already off of Amazon, uh, you'll be able to do whatever you want there. Uh, Word on the street, he has Lonzo Ball at the opening. Yep, and he's as James says, he does have a dedicated Desmond Ritter buying booth. There it is, and Will Greer. And Will Greer, Adam, welcome. Honestly, I know we're taking the absolute piss about some of those things, but this is actually awesome to see. Uh, it is good. It is actually massive good. store, and you go to the you just go. And we definitely source. know he'll be getting products once Fanatics gets the license because he's been sucking source, up their source. ass for ages. Yeah, yeah, but source, you just come across here, right? You just come across here, and you go straight to the straight to the comments. Here's our mate, Uncle Ken. Comment number two, congrats. Looks incredible. Fanatics live. Right there. That just means congrats. Looks incredible. Oh, Here's a license oh, to sell in 2024. Fanatics live. There you go. There's Ken. He's happy. Who else we got in here? Stacking gems. Oh, one of the elitists in the hobby, Rothcarts. There he is. Says it's go time. Who else we got in here? Great addition from uh, the NCC show, Doctor Collectibles, whatnot. They'll be they'll be all over it. Uh, Otia, about time you announced this news. Mojo, wow. They're loving it. They're, I think it will be. I think it will be good. It's good. It's good if you ask me. Like, it is great. No, no, it is. It, it really is. It's good. And at least he's using some of that PPP money for good of the hobby and, and you know, opening up a, a hobby shop. So, and at least buying other people's cards and providing liquidity for, for the hobby, which is great, which is great. Oh, fuck, Adam. Jeez, I'm not reading that one out. <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> wow. 
Jesus, that was. I love, I love yeah, look, that up. Let's let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope. Global, happen. welcome. Yeah, Vinny says. We shouldn't laugh about that. We're, Vinny we're really says, dumb. "Where was the Kurt's card care spot and training center?" <laughs> I like that one. Well, if OT like is going to come down, he can teach trimming. We'll get Kurt's card care to show you how to clean the cards. We'll get Evan Mathis down there too. Yeah, Evan Mathis. Uh, Someone has to give Burbank competition. Well, they're in different state. It's actually good. You've got Burbank. You can have this big one as well. It's going to be near the Brave Stadium, as it mentioned in the description, which is good. Uh, right near, obviously, a lot of foot traffic. So good on him. Let's see how it pans out. Hopefully it pans out well. But let's be honest. And you'll be able to go shop there from all around the world, which is also fantastic as well. Multiverse says it's a shit name, and I completely agree. It is a shit name. Cards HQ. Yeah. It's it's a rubbish name. But anyway, good luck to him. Hopefully he comes on the show, on the round table. We will invite him. We'll see what he does. I don't think he'll come on. What's your thoughts? You reckon he's coming on? No. He's not coming on. Slim chance. Slim chance. Slim chance. I'd give it, I'd give it one percent. You can't always say zero percent. There's always it's a one percent. I didn't say, I didn't say yeah. no chance. Yeah, yeah. it's one percent. All right, source. Uh, I'm gonna throw it to you here. We've got two last things. All right, we've got a PWCC shilling. First and foremost. Yes, correct. How happy are you about this? Um. Look, I'm I'm not surprised. And anyone who's not across the issue, make sure you um, go check out Dan the Card Man's video on this shady sports card bidding on PWCC. Check out that video. Um, it goes into it and just, you know, goes through pretty much pointing out the fact that um, PWCC is getting shield bidding on their platform. Um, they have a system on their platform where they put cards which are, previously sold on there like a, a history of, of of sold when a card instantly finishes on an auction it goes into that section where it's been previously sold but it's got payment pending once it gets paid then add that comes up as a officially a paid transaction um the issue is if the card doesn't get paid and then gets relisted when it gets relisted they then remove the payment pending which didn't get processed through and they then relist the card. And what happens is those payment pending actually still come up on 130 point, still come up on um, card letters, you know, search history system, because that's very much similar to 130 Market point. Market movers as well. Market movers does still come up on that stuff as well. Um, that, those items, obviously, even though they haven't been paid, unwilling buyers might think oh it has it has been or they're not across the point that you need to go double check with pwcc so um yeah and check that it's actually in their paid history uh and it's not a pending payment so it's pretty crazy um that there's you know still shield bidding going on on their platform uh it's very easy to create a account with them you just need a mobile phone number and bang you get an account um it's funny how this has all come about, um, you know, they were accused of getting thrown off eBay for doing shady behavior. And I mean, 
we all knew it was sort of happening. It's funny that they threw them off in essence when you know, we still got other guys on there who are still doing shady behavior, but let's not talk about that eBay uh, situation, but the old, uh, you know, the old issue has risen again with PWCC and shield beating and it's never going to stop and it won't stop because uh, the guys at PWCC and, and some of the employees are a bit shady. And I'm not surprised that this keeps going on and they're allowing people to keep shield bidding their cards. I mean, if a card keeps not selling, keeps getting shield, keeps getting shield, right? There has to be some sort of measure that you take in that point, especially, you know, this card's like a $10,000 card. It keeps getting shield. You have to do something at that point to stop it from getting shield. Like there has to be some mode of, of way to, for, to, to stop it. I mean, you know, does that? And it's funny because if that, if that person really wanted to sell their card and got and it wasn't them actually shilling their own cards, which is I feel like which is probably what it is, they would just take it out of there, send it to Golden, where it's the process is better, in essence, where stuff actually gets paid a lot more often, um, and try his luck there. But I seem as though that the the owner of the card, or maybe. We, we don't know whether it's the owner of the card or whether it's someone trying to protect the price of that card, but I feel like it's probably the owner of the card is shield building up that card and, and, and there's nothing being done about it, which I, I just find it bizarre that this it's can fine, still happen. I, I don't find fine. it. I just find it bizarre, Dom, that we are still in this point three years on from this damn starting this damn podcast, talking about this same, same damn issue with this same damn company, the same company that has blocked us on Instagram, right? Because we've called them out for their complete utter uselessness and bullshit in the past, right? So they happen to block us because they can't uh, face the facts that they're complete crooks. It's still around three years on. No comment. I've got no comment for it, man. It's embarrassing, if you ask me. Absolutely embarrassing. It, it, it's a joke. And I just love the fact that all these accounts like that have blocked us. It's saying something, mate. Like, just ignore us. Blocking just means that it, it's getting to you. Like, that's all it's telling me, to be honest. But... Anyway, it is what it is with them. And it doesn't help when you've got influencers, like hobby influencers coming out and saying their shield bidding's okay as well. So I don't know how that, like they have influence over so many people in this hobby and it's just really promoting it. Like, oh, that's all shield bid. Oh, it's the right thing to do. My card's not selling. I'll shield it. People like Shayway Flogs who had, you know, who's quite Shilway. a bit of following. He's got, he's got his, yeah, Shilway Flogs. He's got his, you know, following. He's got, um, like a, a business in the hobby, he's trying to. He's on. He, I mean, he's been done a live with Lefko, and and you know, he's like trying to. He's had the media pass at some of these big events in the states, and looked up. I wouldn't. I wouldn't look up to him as someone in the hobby personally, but you never know. Collects, he, other he fucking collects. He wastes his money on Messi. I wouldn't fucking look up to him either. I'm, not saying, me, but but. I'm saying there could be other collectors. At a lower level, that following him on Instagram and look, I'm like, oh, how cool is the things that he's doing in this space? I want to do those things in 100%. this space. And then he ends up being a uh, shiller of his own cards on eBay and caught red handed and admitted he to it, it, like a yeah. lemon. 
another guy's oh, like don't worry, mate. I'm, I'm telling, I'm telling you now. Okay. Give it three to six months. I understand he's lost sponsors, this and that. Three to six months, if he still wants to stay in this space, he will be rejuvenated. He'll be back in the space. The space is very forgiving. Um, what he did, I mean, is bad, but it's not that bad. The thing is, if he's done it there and he's been caught, how long has he been doing it for that he hasn't been caught over the last three years? Exactly right. Especially at the peak of the market. That's all I say. Maybe, maybe at the peak of the market, that's what he did to get the funds to buy the Messi Superfractor. Shield that many cards and fleece that many people. So that's the other thing people need to remember. It was, they always People in the hobby with their short-term memory will be like, oh, he did it once, he admitted to doing it, and that's it. When he could have been doing it for three years. So it's the whole thing with like everything that's happening at the moment now. Like Saucy and I, we spoke about it briefly today. We're having a chat. And we're like, how funny is it in this space at the moment how all the attention was on all these big corporations and stuff like um, Golden and well, PWCC now because Dan's brought more light back onto it and stuff. But it was PWCC, Golden, PSA, all the grading companies, it's all been quiet. None of their reps have been really doing much because Juanito's story came out and people just believe that because this story from card porn is scamming people, they're genuinely running in their mind going, I'm, I'm telling you, this is the way they're thinking, mind you. And you might say, oh, that's an opinion. Opinion or fact, I don't know how hard it is to differentiate off this statement I'm about to make, but people in the hobby will genuinely believe that 90% of the scams happening all came from card porn. That's how dumb they are. They'll, they'll genuinely believe that 90% of it all came from him. So they go, oh, now that we know who the person is, no more scamming happens. And then two weeks later, Shilway Flogs comes out and he's been shilling stuff and scamming people. And it's like, yeah, but it's just a one-off thing. He did it once. He admitted to it. It's all fine. Like, I, I just find it so amusing. Hello, Doma. You've muted yourself. He's muted himself, ladies and gentlemen. But, yeah, look, he makes a good point. And I'm you, back. Know, you, you mentioned about, um, obviously, like the whole situation, mate. It's just, it, it's, it's, the head has arisen from the, from the, uh, from the waters again, man, and, and poked its head out. This, 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 this nasty thing that, um, you know, that happens in the hobby. I mean, the, the, and it's, it's shit to come on here and have to like talk about this stuff. But if we don't talk about it, if we don't mention it, I mean, I mean, we're flame PWCC. I couldn't tell you how many times we've talked. Talk shit about them on this. I mean, I buy, I've bought cards off them there, but I haven't, I haven't bought cards. Are you, off them there you, for are you talking very shit or are you talking time. fact? It's, it's a bit well, we're talking fact. Thing. We're talking. We're not talking shit. We're talking shit on them in terms of like, you know, I'm giving, giving them talking shit about them, but it's fact. What's happening is fact, and it shouldn't be happening. You know, they got kicked off eBay for a reason of of whatever eBay decided. That's great, but they should have built their own platform and not allowed this stuff to carry on from what was happening on eBay if they want to truly make a change. But they don't care, ladies and gentlemen. They're still getting their cut. People are still using their platform. And you know what? They don't give a shit. And they'll keep getting away with it. 
and stuff will keep getting shielded and stuff will keep getting relisted and it will keep going over and over and over again. And and we like it's not a bad thing in in all honesty in terms of like for us. We we talk about this stuff. I don't care that we've got a smaller following and half the like people don't know we exist and like even that you know we broke the stories. I'm actually glad though that there's someone like Dan that actually has the following and people will listen to him and actually be like their eyes open up to it and go, oh, actually, you know what? Maybe I should look at a different way of collecting cards instead of going through that stream. There has to be another way. It could be making friends in the hobby and bringing the hobby back to what it was and communicating and they know a friend of a friend of a friend and then they find the card and you help each other find the cards. So they're going to the corporation that's been known for skilling and shilling and scamming and like pumping card prices for their benefit. Like this like, is why, like, when you look up comps, there, when you look up comps and you see it like, from yeah. eBay, whatever, you if you can go into it and you can check out the bidding history and you can do a bit more research, like you got to do your due diligence. Like you can't just see it on one thirty point and say that's the price. Like you, you just can't. And even on a hundred dollar card or a hundred fifty dollar card, or you might even think like a fifty dollar card, it might not be that much, or even a thirty dollar card. I'm telling you, people will try on anything to inflate the price through dodgy manners, through shield bidding. It happens all the time. So just be weary, ladies and gentlemen. Just be weary. Um, it's just sad that it's still happening. And 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 PwC are absolute limons for you know allowing to to keep it, for it to keep happening on their platform. All right, Don. Enough last, on PwC. Last but not least. Last, last yeah. but not least. The title of this show is Can Fanatics Really 10X the Hobby? You you name the show, and I'm going to throw it to you because I don't know where you're going with this, to be honest, but Source, can they 10X the hobby? That's my question to you. I'll... Well, look, this is this is this is the this is the big conundrum that's 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 plaguing this hobby at the moment you've got the battle you've got the battle of rights they want the rights to everything fanatics and me as a person who's just if you've seen in the history of time of anything when one person or one organization has control over one sector and owns everything that in no way benefits the true people that were in that space it's never, never in the past worked out well for those people, you know, and I just don't see it working out well. If they are able to monopolize everything, they may be able to bring in more people, but for the people that have been here for 20 years collecting cards, like the Oracle Doma, like the Oracle, like uh, other people like Dan, who's been collecting cards for 10 plus years, like you, who's been collecting cards for 20 plus years. Me, I've been collecting cards. I've collected Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards when I was younger, but been in this hobby now for four or five years. And I've spoken to you and had lengthy conversations with people who have been collectors before and asked them what it was like in this era, this era, here and here and here. And, you know, how was it like going up? I mean, it's nothing like it was, it, it once was. And it's really sad that the average Joe who, who's on a $70,000 wage a year or a $60,000 wage a year or a $50,000 wage a year, can't go and say, it's my birthday this weekend. I'm going to splurge. I'm going to buy myself an immaculate case for 3K, 3.5K, and they're going to get a case of immaculate basketball, mate. It's really, really sad that you're never going to get that point again, right? And it's just shit. 
it's shit if you ask me because it's it's not better for collectors and them 10xing it, even though they may be able to, is that really going to be better for the consumer for you? Yeah, but the other your hard earned yeah. dollars. I I I I don't understand. I think I think they can 10x it, and why? Because if you've seen the events that they did over the weekend, where they uh, over the weekend, the past weekend, where they had random uh, uh, athletes popping into hobby shops that were throwing card nights uh, and trade shows, and you had Tom Brady trading cards. I think this is in New Jersey. I think the rapper came through. Kevin Hart came through. Travis Scott there. Michael, There's Travis Michael Scott. Rubin there. Michael Rubin there. So can they bring in more people into this hobby? I think they have the guise of marketing to do it. You know, they've got the marketing team, they've got the marketing budget, and that's what it's going to take to bring in more people. Now, what does that lead to, Doma? It leads to, I feel, an even more watered-down product, an even more expensive product that's watered down, right? Now, I'm talking, it, it might they might lo lower the standard of prices and they might set, set a, a recommended retail price, uh, and who knows how they go about their allocation and, and, and in, you know, in, in what manner they, they do that. But they might set a re recommended retail price or a, a retail price that, 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 that hobby shops can't sell over, right? And they're going to sell their boxes at a maximum of that price. Um, and then they sell their price their boxes at a, a certain price to the hobby shops. Um, and they can't really lower their prices. I feel like that could be a, a play. Who knows? But it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um what are your thoughts, Tom? What are your thoughts? Like, do you, first of all, do you think that they can actually 10x the hobby? And then, if 10xing the hobby, what is what is their outlook of that look like? And then, will that actually be beneficial for the for true collectors like like yourself or the Oracle or people who have been in this hobby for ten plus years and not just been here for a minute for a quick flip? Not the Rothclads or you know the quick flippers like that. Um, you know, cracking BGS to PSA to fleece some bloke for another ex a more expensive piece of plastic around the card than the other piece of plastic. Like, th th that's not the true better. That's not the true. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, that's betterment not the of hobby. Well, not for the betterment of hobby, but also it's not the it's not the blood and bones of the hobby, mate. It's not the it's not what the hobby was bought up on. You know, like that's you know people. It was bought up on on people collecting cards, having cool collections. Um, you know, obviously you're going to trade cards, you're going to sell cards as well, but it wasn't, it wasn't like this. And it was also brought up on like you being able to afford boxes, man. Like you being able to buy a box of Spectra basketball, two ten dollars two ten for prism. You like, like, do you, do, hobby, prism, that? hobby, hobby, hobby. Let me say that hobby, prism, hobby, two ten, not retail, prism, and, hobby. And used to have on-card autos on it. All on card autos, on right? Card autos. Now they get away with sticker autos and they sell the box for a thousand eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, like yeah. you know, and you're getting shit a product. Like yeah. you know, but honestly, my more thought, money's like, being withdrawn card, and it's getting card worse. For card experiences, fanatics can ten x the overprinting only. They will collapse the resale of everything. The, all right, so uh, Venom says one man said fanatics will be amazing. That man no may idea, be a really. lemon. Who knows? Yeah, it could be a lemma. I have no idea who he's talking about. But these are a few things that we know for sure, all right? I'm going to write them down so we don't forget it for future re reference. Boxes sold from Fanatics need to be broken through Fanatics Live. Through allocation, sorry. Whoever's got a license has to break 
uh, on through Fanatics, Fanatics Live. Live. All right. So that's number one. Right. So we know that. In direct correlation with boxes sold uh, to licensees, have to go on Fanatics Live. Fanatics get to choose who they want to get a license to sell their product in their store. That's number two. So I'm going to write all these down. So uh, license to be given to stores based on Fanatics decision. Not everyone gets it. Just put it out there. All right, they're going to be the distributor. Distribute through them. They sell on Fanatics Live. Number three, Fanatics make a cut of all sales on Fanatics Live. They get a commission. That's number three. Correct. All right. Double dipping there. Very Double nice. dipping. Very smart. Double dip. Number four. This is, this is the most interesting one. They have said... And it has been quoted by Michael Rubin that box prices aren't exactly going to fall to the expectation of what the collectors think they will fall to. You still could be getting these boxes at $600 a pop. Right? It's They're selling off their website. So it's going to be sold off their website or you need to go through a licensed LCS to purchase these products. If you want to break through that LCS, it needs to be on Fanatics Live. I don't understand the full stipulation based off of if, for example, we own an LCS, we've got a license, we sell it to you in a brick and mortar store physically, of that sale that we make in store, do they still make a cut off that sale? Or is that it? Based off your allocation, the only way they make a cut is off breaking. Do they say, we're giving you 12 cases of the 12 cases, you need to break 10 of them on Fanatics Live so they get a commission. I, I don't know. what the stip- I don't have the inner sanctum knowledge of that. Uh, we don't have any, uh, an LCS and we're not yeah. going to get a license. Yeah. Hobby, shop, so, hobby shop out there, if anyone knows how that's going to work. Yeah. Or if we find out information when we speak to our certain sources people. and certain people, we will let you know, ladies and gentlemen. But that will be an interesting one to know how that works. So all, all these pop-up breakers, all these pop-up breakers that aren't a shop, for example, pop-up breakers being Lil Pullman. That's a good example. Lil Pullman. Um, some of the people that we know, uh, like West Oz Cards, uh, Jono, Cosmic. You know, some of these like these pop-up breakers that have been around now for a while. Some came up through the, the peak. But you know they're, they're legit because they're still doing it. They haven't disappeared like a whole bunch of other people. They just disappeared off the face of the earth. Jono, I get notifications. He's doing a break now. He's doing immaculate, I'm pretty sure, as we speak. They're not going to get a license because they're not a store. And I'm guaranteeing you right now, maybe a little pool man will because his mates, Vinicorn knows Ruben. They're mates. He probably gets a license. But the other two aren't going to get a license. Now, they said that they can only break their product on Fanatics Live. My My thing is, if you buy a product, why can't you just break it? If you buy it physically from a store, I don't know. Like, wait, I can't break it personally for people and sell it. They have no control over that. I have no if idea. Buy, if you buy it from an LCS and walk out of the store, there's nothing stopping them from. Yeah, why can't I break it on your Instagram account and then breaking it on Instagram Live? Like, 
the biggest concern though, the biggest concern out of everything is these pop-up breakers that have been around now for a while and they're making a living out of it as a hobby. Some as a hobby, some as an actual living. But people that have set up source, right, because we know they're the distributors. So hobby stores now, like big ones like Burbank that might get an allocation and distribute to smaller little shops, they won't be allowed to do that anymore. You need to have a license, a fanatics license to get any distribution. And I'm telling you, if these people went to go allocate some of their allocation to other people, fanatics will say that's a breach of, breach of a license and you could face losing the license. License termination. License termination. As we know about the guy that went and spoke out against the uh, the baseball card, the one-on-one that Anton Griezmann pulled in that loaded box. He said something, he lost his sponsorship. John from something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From Fanatics. You know what I mean? This is what I'm saying. So my biggest concern is the existence of LCSs. We've got so many in Australia. What happens to them if they don't all get a license? They're going to be running off TCG. They're not going to survive. Well, they're going to run off singles. And you need source. to get new. You need to be able to get new product in, and it will. It will be. It will be disappointing. It'll be this disappointing. is my. That's what I'm so scared about for these people, man. Like, because that this is their business, their livelihood, and like you're saying, this one person who's monopolized is going to monopolize the hobby, and after two years, sell his stock, and right off into the sunset, as Jay mentioned on the round table last week, which I completely agree. When they hit the IPO and the stocks go through the roof, he's got he's got his stocks a penny on the dollar pennies on the dollar. So when it goes to the roof, guess who's selling out, baby? So my concern is for he's gonna make the money, it's gonna be left into whoever takes over and all these people that have a livelihood because they're not gonna get a license could be cooked. They're all gonna shut down. And then in in doing that. It's going to be certain stores within certain countries that are going to monopolize the whole entire market of product for themselves. And this is also a concern because we've always said that everyone in this hobby should be working together in this space. So not for anything, it goes against absolutely everything that the hobby was actually like the foundation of the hobby working together, meeting new people, trying to find cards, collecting cards, set collecting, uh, player collecting, buying boxes, ripping boxes, you know? Yeah, I understand some people buy boxes, they sell it for an absorbent amount of prices, picks, like a spot, sorry. People pay it, but there's also fun in doing stuff like that as well. So I don't know. I don't know, the whole fabric of the hobby could be burnt to a crisp because certain countries gonna, and uh, certain stores are going to monopolize the monopolize gonna, the whole hobby it's going to so. be an interesting interesting watch over the next two years and, and and three years how this all plays out and yeah oh, uh, i don't know i i i, I want to have hope i want to have hope but something inside of me i've just got to eat this 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 feeling that it's it's it ain't going to get better it ain't gonna, I mean, it's not going to stop me from enjoying cards. I mean, I've got, I've, I've sort of found my lane and, and, and like found a way to enjoy cards with it. I'm, you know, I, I don't really get, I don't break anymore. I don't really, as you've seen, I think that's the first box I've ripped in quite a while. 
uh, I will rip a pack here and there when I when I when I buy them, and yeah, you know, I usually just buy a couple packs. Um, but yeah, I'm, no way am I spending you know uh, ridiculous amounts of money. What three k to, to rip an impeccable box or something like that? Uh, Global says he hasn't. I haven't sent any cards to any grading companies in three years. Matty Tape says like the little chip packets of chips. They say no resale on the boxes. I don't know how you police that though. That's the only thing. Does it make it? Better for the collector that want to buy boxes. Will the boxes be cheaper without two, three middlemen? So you're going to be able to either buy off fanatics.com or buy from a shop that has the license. It's the only way you can get the product on release. I don't know how it's going to work with secondary market. If they're going to have tabs on that, I have no idea. They can't keep tabs on that sort of I don't, shit. I don't know. Yeah, but, but this this is all speculation. I just I, look and and look. There was there's also you know the speculation that they're going to give guides to these uh, hobby shops that they give this allocation to saying you can't sell it for more than this price. You know, for and it might be for a period of time. So it could be you can't sell it for a, a period of time more this. But then at the same time, does that, if that, if that, if that hobby shop, you know, say the period of time is four or five months, what stops them from holding back a few cases or quite a few cases and then just bumping that price up later down the track. Um, Marty says, I think there will be breakers license for those who don't have a shop that will get allocation. Don't know who or how it's going to work. That's like, uh, we mentioned that before, like a little pool man will get a license. Um, for example, well, I can't even think of any of the other ones. To be honest. He's literally probably the best one out of all of them. He hasn't got a shop. So he's got a breaking space. So he'd get one, um, but but like we said, we got friends in this hobby that do it, and they do a great job at breaking. They're not going to get a license. Like I, I worry eventually, because we we actually have a lot of friends that do this stuff. Like we got like mates at Neon, for example. Yeah, are they like is Fanatics going to turn around when they eventually get a soccer license and give them a license? To break? Because they're breaking product on release day. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, this is their business, it... man. Like, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Livelihoods are going to get crushed and destroyed because fanatics are going to pick and choose who they want to give a license to. And yeah, there'll be places in this country, yeah, that are going to get a license because. Let's be honest, you need to have spots all around the world that are going to have a Fanatics license to sell the product. If you want to 10x the hobby. Yeah, if you want to 10x the hobby, correct. But what it means for all the other LCSs that have popped up in this time, like, yeah, that's my concern because a lot of, not just because we know them and they're friends of ours or their acquaintances and stuff like that, they're human beings in the end of the day and, like, that's their livelihood. Like, they've got to provide for their family. So that that's my concern. So, and it's going to take away from, like we said, the the fabric of the hobby and what it's like the foundation, Doma, which Doma, was Doma. being in it together. But hey, anyway, which is changed. The Golden Arches is still hiring, mate. The Golden Arches is still hiring. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Well, hopefully, well, I was going to say they'll employ Ruben when it all goes to shit, but he's going to sell it at the peak, mate, and he's going to be owning all the Golden Arches who have that much money. So, oh, well. anyway, yeah, look. 
let's not speak on it more, but yeah, it is, it is a point to think about. And I want, you know, if you're in this space, if, if, if you, you love this space as much as we do, um, you need to think about this thing, man, because look, the only way to fight back against this sort of stuff is if you don't agree with it, don't buy their product. Yeah. Just, just let, uh, if you really want the cards, eventually you, you know, you're always going to come out ahead of buying singles. And I've always said that. So just let someone else break it. If you want the card eventually, yeah. pick it up somewhere later down the track. If you don't get it, don't be upset. Don't worry about it. There'll be another card. There'll be something else, another shoe, sh- uh, shiny toy that catches your attention that you enjoy that card to buy next. It's not a big Mag- deal. Magnus Life says, just, I just buy AFL products now that Panini has pushed collectors out with their box prices. That's fair enough. A lot of value in in an enjoyment out of uh, select products at the moment. Uh, Matty Tape says, my mate has a small brick and mortar shop. Still can't get Panini stuff. Bottom of the food chain, and it'll be hard in the future with Fanatics. That's exactly, that's the point right there. Yeah, and, uh, and there is small shops out there that, that still don't have a license with Panini to, to, to get product, and they're just buying product on the secondary market themselves through other hobby shops yeah. and and, and other means that they have through, you know, other retailers. So, yeah, it is tough. Uh, Global says you can't 10x the hobby with too many rules and regs. Uh, Matty Tabe says 100% just don't buy single product. Product And Magda's followed up with just buy single cards you like, which we've been saying for a long time now on this show and a lot of people that listen to this show as well. Um, but the general consensus from the two of us on this show to anyone that's listening and the reason you listen to us He's not, he's, obviously you want to have a laugh and broaden up your thing, but you know, we have been a bit, uh, you know, doom and gloom the last few weeks. But as Saucy said, you do need to think about it because I think a lot of people think, oh, everything's going to be okay. But I, I genuinely don't, I actually have concern. I can, I'm concerned about all the other things. I'm a, I'm personally a critical thinker type person and I have a business background. So it's like, I look into it and I go, well, Someone's monopolizing something, they're in it to make money. So with any business. I'm just concerned. I'm really concerned. So also I'm I'm with you. My my concern is not enough, obviously. They, they they're gonna get a lot of they're gonna suck enough people in. That's my concern. They're gonna suck enough people in. And yeah, it's it, it's worrying. It's worrying. Last but not least, we ended on this one. We've got to leave. We've got to finish on a on a high note because Mac has said we need roaming sauce at the hobby hangout. That's what Mac has said. Uh, yeah, we'll have to see. We don't know. Speaking of the, the hobby, speaking of the hobby hangout. How do they? Get... What are they, Andrew? We love you. Why are you still putting us on the panel? <laughs> no, we appreciate it. We're, we're glad to be up there again talking. Um, it'll be awesome. There you go. Maddie said Lincoln can hold the camera, his son. He'll, he'll hold the camera source while you run. There we go. Around. Put him to work. Put him to work. I like it. I like it. So there you go. Uh, we're up there with Darcy from Palms Off, Omar from One of One, Maddie Payne back to host. Here's the stalls. I did notice down here, Matt's card shop. He's got his own stall this time around, Sauce, which is nice, great. Nice. McLaren cards, Cherry, 
double coverage. We've even got a table source. This is this is interesting. Arena one, one of one, Melbourne Cartel, EJ, Soccer Cards Australia. Uh, oh, we look forward to seeing that gravy collection. Please get it out, Anthony. I know, uh, Anthony, I know you've uh, added some pieces to the collection. And Rod, I'm going to I'm gonna come up to you again for the third hobby hangout in a row, and I'm going to give you $10, $10 for that Mason Greenwood color blast. It is a coaster. Stop holding on to it. I will buy I want it as a coaster. I want to beat up the card like he did. To his I want to beat him for what he did. As simple as that. Five dollars. Saucy doesn't like that comment. Five dollars. It's worth a dollar. Buck feety. Yeah, it's worth a dollar. I'll give you a thousand percent. I'll give you ten. He's a lemon. That's why I want to beat up the card, mate. As simple as that. He's a dickhead. Yeah. I think he's playing for Getafe now these days, or he's playing in the yeah, Spanish he league. He is. Hopefully no one watches him. Uh, Magda says, will Juanito be at the Hobby Hangout? He is in the Philippines. He's in the I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> How many times do we need to say he's in the Philippines? The problem is... Spoke to yeah, him I'm last not, week, mate. I'm not, I'm not saying. I'm not going to say it. Anyway. Big three collectibles. Hobby Australia card and collectibles. Mo's Bills cards is going to be there. Ah, Mailman breaks. The works. Go Everyone's have a look, mate. There. Everyone's going to be there. Tinky's back. Hopefully they've got some Ronaldo's. They've stocked up for me. SJ2K is there, which I think they're down from Queensland. I think they're there. So Neon. That's pretty cool. Anthony will be there. There you go. We're looking forward to it. Uh, storeholders bring the singles. Yeah, uh, uh, like a lot of storeholders, it's it's cool to it's cool to sell wax. Like, don't get me wrong, it's cool to to, to sell some wax, but get out the singles. I feel like sometimes I go to some of these shows and you know you see these uh, storeholders and they've got their nice website and that, and they're just selling product, sealed product. You know, they haven't. I mean, where are the where are the store owners that are having a punt on a case and crack opening a crack cracking open a case and selling the singles? Yes, um, he will be. Yes, he will be, Jay, because you are going to be there. And as of last week, you are now known as Griff Wilson. Maddie says gold packs are flying. Bring low and high end stuff for everybody. Nineteenth of November. Lock it in, ladies and gentlemen. Get your tickets. I believe tickets are on sale, so check it out. Uh, Hobby Hangout. Uh, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and I think they're also their website is thehobbyhangout.com.au. And if you haven't, join the broadcast channel, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Jump in there because we're going to be putting updates in there um, in the lead up. How do, they, how do they join the broadcast channel, Dom? I'll put the link out in the story right now. As soon as this pod finishes, I'm gonna I'll put it right now. I'll take a, a picture of your mug. That's what I'm gonna do. You'll, wait, just wait. Let me get to the broadcast channel. Come on. Channels. Al halal. I'm in the Al halal broadcast channel. No surprises. Invitation link. Share the story. Here it is. Look, right here. I'm gonna put your mug. There you go. 
bang join go to our store you can join Melbourne Car Fair is the day before on the Saturday. Big weekend, says the Oracle. Jeepers creepers. Uh, Maddie says, table for you in Adelaide if, if we're coming. Oh, I don't think is, we can. I believe, I, believe, I believe Adelaide shows the week after the hobby. It's the week after. Right? It is. It is. So you, I don't know. MP Marty, you're telling me Shano's put on a, a Melbourne Car Fair the day before the hobby hangout. Hop, yeah. I love you, Shano. I love you, and thank you for everything you do. But that uh, look, uh, he might have organised it before the hobby hangout. He probably did, actually. He probably yeah. did. So I can't really say anything. But I look, it's good. Anyone who can't go on the Sunday, you've got a show to go on the Saturday. Hey, I'm not going to complain about more shows. I just I feel like it doesn't need to be in the same area. But it is what it is. You know what? I'll probably if it is in North Melbourne and isn't in Melbourne, I'll probably end up going to that show as well. So why not? Why not? <laughs> Uh, he said he was pissed that it was on the same day. Well, all right. I'm going to say this and say this once. We should be all working together to find our date so it doesn't clash. Yeah. The biggest show in the country in each state is the Hobby Hangout. Everyone needs to work around that show. I'm sorry. For now. But that, for now. For now. They are the biggest show. We all need to work around them. That's it. Uh, Jay says, who's bringing the show bags? The director of assets, mate. Yeah, he's the king. Uh, or golf at Ivanhoe, says Matty Tabe. Uh, last but not least, get in the broadcast channel because if you are interested, we might be catching up for a bit of dinner post-show. We need to know numbers. If you're interested, you listen to this, DM us. I'm not well, not we're, might. We will go. We, will. we just want to know Saucy numbers. Saucy and I, we want to know numbers. Saucy and I, we put it. Something in our in a, in a chat that we're in, we're going to put something in the broadcast channel. Uh, it'll be a poll who's interested. You'll vote yes or no. That means we can put your number down. We are not going to chase people up and say, Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming on the night on the day of? It's going to be booked in advance. That's why we want the numbers, numbers now. We can ring up, see if they can get us a table. If people pull out on the day, they pull out on the day. So be it. But at least we've got the numbers there and we can go in and have a meal, have a few bevies together, talk some shit, talk about life, talk about cars, do whatever you want to talk about. We're not fussed, but we'll be there. Us two and Jay, the great man, I've already locked you in, mate. So don't say have you're a, not coming. Have, have a you're couple already. of darts with big, with big Jay. He might go through half a packet in three minutes. Exactly right. And we're ending the show because Sauce and I thought there wasn't much sport content, but we're gone for an hour and 45 minutes of geez. Uh, what right. did I say to you? We'd find a way to go past an hour and 20. We'll find a way. Global is going to be there. On that note, keep living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the Great Man Sauce. It's double coverage and peace out. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots, double curve.